The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930, WBEN and WFTL for the first hour down in South Florida. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. This is the place where money meets politics and uh, always have a ton of fun with this show. Say it each and every week. Please do not wait till the end of the show to hop on board. Open mic session at 1-800-616-9236. If you'd like to text us, if you're locally here in western New York, star 3930. And again, 1-800-616-9236. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's uh, not easy being in studio today. <laughs> I just looked up at the weather, and it said 79 degrees and a 0% chance of rain. And I yeah. don't think I've seen that in 300-and-something days. So Summer is upon us. Yes, and uh, I'm very thankful today for global warming because we finally hit summer now in June. Uh, did I say finally? I meant because uh, without global warming, the summer would have hit in July. Now it's well, June. So. Technically, I think summer actually doesn't it start like the, the like next week or two weeks or what is the yeah what is the official start of summer? It's like June. Yeah, twentieth or something. Right? What, whatever. June twenty first, I believe. This June is. 21st, I think this is the, the first day I didn't have a sweater on in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> so, when so. Mike can wear short sleeves, then we know summer has arrived. Yes, that's my definition of summer. <laughs> yeah, shorts. Yep. So uh, hop on board again. Eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine three zero on a cell phone. One eight hundred six one six nine two three six. If you're down in South Florida, we'd love to hear from you. This is what they call a call-in talk show, so you can actually call in and talk to us down in South Florida. We do that up here in Western New York, so uh, make sure you take advantage of the phone lines. Uh, not even I don't even know where to start. I guess we're, actually Russ Thompson is going to call in uh, after the break here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, David Bellavia. Not the whole show, but just uh, certainly receiving the Medal of Honor this week. Pretty amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, at least the rumor is, right? I don't think it's, it's beneficial yet from the White House. I haven't seen any official statement, but the rumor mm. is is that he, along with a couple of others, but congratulations to him. I mean, just yeah. what an honor to even know true him. Hero. And true, true hero. True hero. I mean, really, yeah. to, we're so blessed to have him here in Western New York and just a true American hero, well-deserved, unbelievable yeah. individual for those that do know him personally. What a great guy and just a... An amazing American, no doubt about it. Yeah. So congratulations to, to he might uh, to he might Dave. deny this, but we are friends with him. Yeah, well, he's definitely gonna deny <laughs> it. I've got photo, I've got pictures to prove it. David <laughs> might say that's not true, but he is he's a friend. No, of he he really is a terrific individual on a personal level, but certainly a great American hero and very well deserved. So yes. hats off to him and congratulations to David Olivia. Yeah, let's start. Uh, you know, uh, just grabbing a few articles. That, you know, you and I send stuff back and forth all week. This is uh, out of uh, good news. Medicaid uh, paid for New York sex offenders' uh, uh-huh. erectile dysfunction drugs. Perfect. Yeah. yeah that, that's good. Yeah, why not just give, you know, 
welfare, charity to, you know, convicted criminals, sex offenders, yeah. all kinds, you know. Can't think this of a better York, better though. use of my tax dollars. Can't yeah, think well, of New York's got the Cadillac. They pay for everything in New yeah. York. I mean, they pay for, you know, Medicaid in New York pays for everything. In fact, we spend more money on Medicaid in New York than California and Texas combined. Yeah, and that's good. It's uh, really uh, amazing. Happy so to hear that we're, uh, we're helping the um, sure. you know, sex offenders with their erectile dysfunction yeah. because well, that's exactly too, what we should be doing as taxpayers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. other people too. Yeah, registered sex offenders in New York receive sixty-three thousand dollars worth of erectile dysfunction drugs. So, yeah, it's Man. only sixty-three grand, though. You know, when you're talking about yeah, wasting right. billions, billions with yeah. a B, I mean, sixty-three grand. That's so, nothing. I would Speaking think with of sex offenders, that. we should be going the other way and not giving them erectile dysfunction drugs. I think we should be. I don't think we should be giving them health care. To be honest, <laughs> that's with right. No, absolutely. I don't, I don't think we should be giving them government-funded yeah. health care no. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You pay for it yourself, or you that's die right. on the street. I'm good. Yeah. With that. It's got to be a saying. vacant island we can all send them to. <clears throat> yeah. Let them. They, can, they can get their own education and, and yeah. help each other. That's right. Um, speaking of wasted billions, I'm not sure if you saw this one, but uh, who would have thought this? UN's, they've run out of money. Apparently. No way. No uh, way. A giant bureaucracy. Like, no. Who knew? No. Who knew? You know, the, uh, they just don't. They're just, you know what? They're just, they, it, it, the next time they'll get it right. So we got to fund some more money into it. Next time they'll get it right. Well, that's part of the reason they're short, actually. President Trump cut back and maxed contributions to 25% of the organization. Good for him. What they think we owe is 28.5. That's only part of it. Uh, They have a shortfall of almost $2 billion. Of course they do. What do they even do? (laughs) I mean, seriously. (laughs) Right. What do you spend $2 million What do they do? What do they do? Right. I mean, it's a, how, so how, the, how much sushi could you eat? Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how many lobsters? I mean, come right. on, really. So Bloomberg reporting the U.N. chief laments that he can't sell the Manhattan man- uh, mansion to raise funds because if they sold their Manhattan mansion, then they would have to sell it. The United States has a, uh, I guess, a, a claim against the mansion. So they'd have to sell it to the United States. And they can't have Ooh, that. No, they couldn't have that. No, uh, even though even Jimmy though we've been Morgan funding the whole thing built for the building ever. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but yeah, who knew they would have been short by two billion dollars? Like, go figure. Not but, me. Uh, would have never no, thunk it. A, I mean, usually these huge bureaucracies, they just they run like a top. I mean, they're yeah. so efficient, you know. Lean, mean, yes. you know, product, productive. Productive, great. productive. Yeah. That's really, it's all about outcomes with them. Absolutely. Yeah, all yeah. about You see that all over the world. I mean, they're just doing some wonderful things in the Congo mm-hmm. and wonderful things, you know, in, in uh, Eastern Europe and, you know, uh, wonderful, wonderful organization. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to uh, maybe even focus a little bit of time on this today. By the way, we can talk a little bit about the markets. Great week in the market. Great week in the market. Some good yeah. news with the um, the Mexican uh, tariffs last yep. night. And, winning again. And winning again. Winning again. Um, I'm sure, you know, at some point, by the way, we'll see China. And, and I think, uh, obviously, this is seems to be coming to a head with the Chinese and and the tariffs, and you know their economy is not doing very well, and so I, I think you're going to, um, you know, you'll start to see the Chinese put pressure on their government. See, look, we got to got to get something done, right? I mean, well, the Chinese yeah. are not used to a slowdown in their economy with so many people and the reproducing of so many people. You know, you look at just astronomical growth rates sometimes, and they are yeah. not used to a slowdown. This is hitting them hard. There's no doubt about it, and you know, you got to love these pundits and these analysts, though. They're so wrong all the time. I mean, it's just as amazing to watch. Like, well, 
I just don't know the Chinese are going to come back to the table. I I don't know. He may have his hands full. Within like 24 hours, the Chinese go, yeah, maybe we can sit down and talk. Okay. <laughs> we should talk about okay. this. <laughs> and the markets take off, right? Mexico, right. same thing. <gasps> oh, my God. We might have to pay more for avocados. What are we going to do? <laughs> Never. What are we going to do? And then, of course, literally 24 hours later, the Mexican government, yeah, maybe with, we can work with you on Within 24 hours, yeah, they were like, you know what? what? Right. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> Trump, Trump, what did he do? He said, I mean, I'm going to increase the tariffs by 5% a 5%. month. 5%. <laughs> a month. I love it. A month. Right? So this this out of Bloomberg, though, speaking of fake news, Trump's tariffs have already wiped out the tax bill savings for the average American. Yeah, I bet. Now, come on. I bet. So we're Seriously? at record low unemployment rates, come right? Uh, three point something percent growth rates in the economy. And yeah, wiped out it all. Sure. Well, the, the average mm. American, they say, has, has received about $3,000 in tax benefits. However... Uh, or no, I'm sorry, four thousand dollars. No, wait, let's see. Yeah, so they're saying that the average American received a few thousand bucks in benefits, right? And uh-huh. now it's all but eight hundred thirty-one dollars have been wiped out. Yeah, because the cost of tariffs are already taking a bite. Now, cost of what tariffs, though? I mean, I mean, unless you're like out there buying a new washing machine or something, I don't know. Like I now, I don't do a lot of shopping, so take this with a grain of salt. And my wife would probably say, Glenn, you don't know what the prices are because you never go shopping. And maybe she's right. But I haven't heard this outcry from our clients or really the community. I'm not seeing it online and social media. I don't see people complaining about the higher price of goods. Do you? Yeah. No, no. And, and here's the other thing is why, okay, so what do we do? Just let China abuse us for the next 25 years, 30 years, 50 no, years, not. right? Well, what I'm I mean, calling this is complete fake. Uh, I'm calling this Bloomberg. Oh, article no doubt about it. Fake. No doubt you about know, it. Just but, false. But on top of that, here's what they're not reporting, right? The fact that we're, we can't sell anything over there because the barrier to do business over there is so outrageous. Yet their barrier to do business here has been minimal for decades. Right. We hardly charge you any taxes. You can abuse the heck out of us uh, and our companies. So do we want to continue to be abused for the next 10, 15, 20 years or do we want to step up? By the way, you know, uh, Larry Kudlow, the guy at the right sitting right next to Donald Trump. Uh, a very respected economist, right? One of the smartest guys I've ever heard in my life. We had the opportunity to listen to him in person a few times. I assure you, his best deal would be China. You need to lower taxes. That's what we want you to do. We do not want to raise taxes on you. We do not want to raise the tariffs. We want to lower our burden to do business over there. We want to sell more General Motors. We want to sell more Ford automobiles. You know what? If they're going to say no, what else do you do? you got to play hardball at some point. Right. And I will say, I've never seen anybody play hardball better than Mr. No, Trump. Nobody. Is- he no, but I mean, he, he does not negotiator. Mexico, no. 5% a year. Yeah. He goes into <laughs> or 5% a, a month until you yep. figure it out, right? He goes into a meeting with a big, big stick. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yep. But, you know, these, these uh, Bloomberg, you know, was r- immediately running out there. I mean, as soon as he talked about tariffs on Mexico, they this article was hot off the presses. Yeah. How, oh my gosh, it's going to. Here's this one paragraph here. This is just classic. Like, it's the last paragraph. Well, one of the last paragraphs. The, uh, the full force of Chinese and Mexican tariffs and subsequent retaliation would mean that consumers are facing an additional $3,994. Now, how do they get to that number? $3,994.86. This is the same guy putting nonstop taxes on everything in New York City, right? The same guy who loves taxes. He He, was taxing soda drinks. Soda drinks. He was was taxing (laughs) pop. Right? Uh, I mean, he's a moron. He's Not an right. absolute idiot. I mean, and it, seriously. It's a shame that anybody would even Unreal. give him airtime, to be right? honest so, with you. 
So $3,994 in additional cost because of tariffs, more than four times the $930 tax mm. cut for middle earners that Republican Party well, touts well, guess what? as its signature they, legislative They didn't like the Trump. tax cuts anyway. So good, no, no, right? perfect, right? They didn't exactly. like them anyways. They right. didn't want us to give us, they didn't want to there give our go. own money back. You get it right back. Uh, it goes right back to you. But the, but the funny thing is, you're right. Number one, you're absolutely right. Those tariffs, by the way, go right back to the government. So if they didn't like the tax cuts, now they got their money back that they can go spend, right? right. But the reality of it is, it is totally false. It's not yeah, true. No. How did you come up with there's no back backing into, well, avocados cost a nickel more, and the average household buys five avocados a month, whatever. the. How did you get $3,994 in cost? <laughs> and 75 cents. First of all, the Mexican tariffs have not even gone in the place. No. It's already off the table. Like, <laughs> right, right, it's like this right. article was already written. They were just right. waiting to add a couple right. of lines, and Any, off it goes. Can like, anybody say more. winning? I mean, that winning, Mexican exactly. deal right away, right? Like you said, within 24 hours. Like oh no, nope. all right, we'll figure something out. Yeah, Unbelievable. joke. And by the anyway. way, China's coming to the table well, this yes, week, next week, and the stock market's pricing that in. Trust me, the stock market was not up this week because of Mexico. It was no. up because it's pricing in another Trump victory when it comes to fighting the war on tariffs and 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 the barrier to do business over there. And I just want to re- everybody to remember this: we have been getting abused for decades over there. Massive taxes. Number one, we forget, right? It's communism. They can buy our stuff. We can't buy that. They're, they're companies, right? They steal our, our intellectual property. Donald Trump is saying, look at, and he said this two years ago, I'm going to fight them. It's going to cause short-term volatility, but we're going to beat this because we're setting ourselves up to win for the next 50 years, not the next 50 days. Let's take a quick break. Russ Thompson on, on, uh, on the live line here. Uh, when we come back, we'll... Uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of Mr. Bellavia's accomplishments real quick and uh, definitely want to also talk about uh, Niagara Falls or once again oh, yeah. short money Sh- no. surprise surprise come yeah. on no yeah no it's hard to believe no I can't it's hard can't. to believe yeah it's it's the socialism but it's just not done the way they want it to be done once they figure it out and it's done the right way We'll see it flourish. All right. A real quick break here. News Radio 930 WBEN, uh, WFTL down in South Florida. Hop on board. 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. By the way, uh, some housekeeping notes. If you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. If you want a referral to our office down in South Florida, 561-614-2000. And uh, do me a favor. I'm asking our listeners to do a favor. We never ask for this. But we have some pretty cool magnets, and I promise you, they look like New York State road signs. And uh, they go to our website. If you <laughs> donate fifty bucks, fifth all fifty dollars goes one hundred percent to Children's Hospital. Uh, we're taking care of the cost of the magnet, but it's a cool little Father's Day spoof. Whatever you do, just do me a favor and buy one. Fifty bucks. We're trying to sell two hundred of them. Go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, and I uh, I would really appreciate the help if you did that. Okay, uh, thefinancialguys.com. Look at the magnet. You know, it's not anything. It's 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 funny. It's hilarious. If your father's a conservative for Father's Day, pick him up one. All fifty dollars goes to help Children's Hospital. Our goal is to sell two hundred of them. Right. Uh, we will be back. Uh, don't turn it on. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. <laughs> Mike Lomas, Global Financial Guys. I'm laughing. Frank just blew one of my eardrums out. That's good. Frank, I got two. 
Uh, not your fault. Not your fault. The equipment, even on all the way down, is still at what, like, I don't know. If you like, measured uh, it from one to a thousand, and thousand means like a jet fighter, it's like a thousand three. Right? Yeah, I don't know why it still does that. I don't know. Some days it's really good, and then how, do, some how days does that, happen? that happens? How does that happen? Some days it's good, some days it's bad. It's like either the volume should be like broken or not broken. I don't know. Apparently, it depends on its mood. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Mike Lomas, come legal financial guys, place where money meets politics. By the way, just uh, one, of the, one of the commercials made me think uh, Money Magazine this week. Uh, there's a pretty cool article on us in our radio show. So. Uh, pick it up if you can and uh, put it on your coffee table. And, and uh, yeah, bring a Wall Street to Main Street. Uh, yes. Kind of a neat concept. Uh, opportunity to to bring some of the folks that are on CNBC and on you know Fox Business on a regular basis, which reminds me that coming up on, I believe it's the 19th, we do have a TFG Academy, which is a retirement roadmap at noon in the office. But we also have our market commentary and economic update with John Thur, our CFA, Paul Meeks, CFA, and Dan Neiman, that's a conference call that will be open to the public. Uh, you have to register to dial into that to get the dial-in information. But uh, by Monday or Tuesday, the link will be up on our website to register if you'd like to uh, uh, to call into that. It's going to be 3 o'clock on Wednesday the 19th. So bringing Wall Street to Main Street. Text, I've never been richer since Trump became president. Well, if that's true, uh, which uh, it should be, you should be in a well-diversified portfolio. This was a good week, almost back at all-time highs. Uh, uh, go to our website and help us uh, and buy a $50, just one, <laughs> a $50 uh, New York State uh, road sign. You'll like it. You'll laugh your butt off. All $50 goes to uh, Women and Children's Hospital, and I don't think we've ever done that. 20 years on the radio, we've never asked anybody to buy anything on our website ever, but uh, we're looking to sell 200 of them. So if you could do us a huge favor, go to our website, buy one, and uh, we'll we'd donate, appreciate really. the help. Donate, yes. No more donating, and we'll just send it to you for free. That's all. That's works. right. Donate. Sorry. So you donate, we'll give you a freebie. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, sneak in Russ Thompson here, Mr. Thompson. Thanks for waiting. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. How are you doing? Good. You were uh, on the way in. You were uh, helping us prep for the show, which I love, and that's uh, <laughs> you actually filled in last yeah. week. Yeah, this is great for us. <laughs> so appreciate all your work, buddy. Instead of instead of glutting, <laughs> instead of glutting, I having to comprehend all that, I'm like, can you just call in and do part of it for us? You're like, yeah, sure. Uh, no, but all joking aside, uh, you were just talking about why Mr. Bellavia is receiving the Medal of Honor. And I know you're pretty close with David, so I was hoping you could just, you know, fill everybody in on, you know, what exactly he did do uh, to, uh, you know, to bestow this type of honor. Yeah. Well, I heard about a month ago that something was going on. And um, so, needless to say, I couldn't say anything to anybody, but I wasn't even positive exactly what was going on. And then, of course, yesterday, uh, the story leaked out through military.com and through, uh, I think it was the Army Times, which kind of put David in a very uncomfortable situation because the announcement is actually supposed to come from the president, which is, um, from what I understand, is going to be Monday. So the official announcement cool. from President Trump will be Monday. Oh, cool. He's going to be in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, June 25th, which is a, a good day. It's six months away from Christmas. It's something you don't want to bring up. But mm -hmm. um, also my daughter's birthday, which is kind of which is kind of fun. Hmm. But um, so he'll be in D.C. And uh, but what you're going to hear from President Trump with this citation, if I can read a couple of uh, paragraphs, you'll know why. OK. All right. <clears throat> this is this is on. Excuse me. <clears throat> my throat. 
uh, this is on military.com. Bellevue Silver Star Citation for Heroism on November 10th, 2004, in Fallujah, Iraq, reads like a script from an action movie. An infantryman with Company A, Task Force 2, Dash 2, 1st Infantry Division, Bellevue was ordered with his platoon to clear a 12-building block in which jihadists were taking shelter in order to fire on American troops. After clearing the first nine buildings, finding only weapons caches, Bellavia and four other soldiers entered the tent and found themselves under fire from the insurgents. As more soldiers rushed in to reinforce the five, the close-quarter combat became hot and intense, and troops began to go down with injuries due to small arms fire and debris. At this point, Sergeant Bellavia, armed with an M249 saw gun, unbelievable military machine gun. You to, I, I posted a YouTube clip of that gun alone on, on my Facebook page. But anyway, armed with that gun, um, Bellavia entered the room. Insurgents were located and sprayed the room with gunfire, forcing Jihadish to take, to take cover and allowing the squad to move out into the street. In the street, the soldiers came under fire from enemy fighters, shooting from the building's roof, as they took over an adjacent building, Bellavia went back into the street to call up Bradley fighting vehicles to shell the structures. He then went back into the first building to see whether any insurgents remained alive. He would find himself one man pitted against a full, uh, a full of armed enemy fighters. I wanted that revenge. I wanted to be the leader I promised I would be, Bellavia later stated, about the fight. And according to the 2016 Army release, a light switch went off. His first encounter, the surgeon with a rocket-propelled grenade launcher and gunned him down. A second jihadist began firing at the soldier, ran toward the kitchen, and Bellavia fired back, wounding him in the shoulder. The citation reads, a third jihadist began yelling from the second floor. Sergeant Bellavia then entered the uncleared master bedroom and emptied gunfire into all the corners, at which point the, the wounded insurgent entered the room yelling and firing his weapon. Sergeant Bellavia back. Ru me. Hey, Russ, Russ, hold that thought, could you? I'm so sorry to cut you off in the middle of that. Just to hold that thought, we'll bring you right up after the break, okay? Yeah, no problem. Hard break here. Okay, Mike Lomas, Gun Legal Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. And for those down in South Florida, WFTL. South Florida only till 2 o'clock. So if you want to hop on board, one 800 616-9236, star 930 if you're locally here. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515, whether it's a you know complimentary consultation with retirement planning. We're going to talk a little bit next hour about uh, 401ks and uh, 401k planning, but estate planning. We have a number of different divisions. Uh, Medicare planning, we have independent Medicare reps. Look, if you're turning 65 or you're unhappy with your Medicare, or, or you know what, if you just want to make sure and you're lining up to make sure your plan is right, Use our independent team as a resource, 633-1515. And down in South Florida, 
thousand. Um, let's uh, sneak Mr. Thompson back up here. Russ, how are you? I didn't mean to cut you off. I probably should have had you wait. I, or actually, what we should have done is respected your time and bring you up earlier last segment. So <laughs> I apologize for that. So um, uh, Russ was just sharing, for those just tuning in, um, the, our, our very own David Bellavia. I say our very own. I mean, it's, he's, he's a Western. He's ours. He's ours. He's ours. He's BENs. No, he's Western New York. It's such a, he's so proud to have a hero of his caliber. It, it, the... Apparently Monday, I guess the announcement's going to come where they're going to upgrade his Silver Star to a full Medal of Honor, yep. which he will be the first uh, living Medal of Honor recipient from the Iraq War. An incredible honor, and he's very well-deserved. You were sharing some of the story, Russ, from the military.com that leaked this news, and I uh, wanted you to finish it. It's really an amazing—and if you haven't read his book, by the way, yes. uh, House, House to, to House. House. Unreal. Go online. Go to uh, uh, Amazon.com. Order the book. It's a you'll read it straight through in one shot. It's. Uh, I was it's gonna really say block off a little time because you will amazing. not want to put it down. It exactly. is really truly unreal. Yep. So Russ, you were talking about you know you were in the middle of the house. He, he's gone into this house now. They were in charge of clearing Fallujah and uh, pick it up from there. Okay. Um, let me just go right to here. He first encountered this is in Bellavia. He first encountered an insurgent with a rocket-propelled grenade launcher and gunned him down. A second jihadist began firing as the soldier ran toward the kitchen, and Bellavia fired back, wounding him in the shoulder. The citation reads, a third jihadist began yelling from the second floor. Sergeant Bellavia then entered the unclear master bedroom, emptied gunfire into the all corners, at which point the wounded insurgent entered the room, yelling and firing his weapon. Sergeant Bellavia fired back, killing the man. Bellavia then continued fighting, killing the insurgent upstairs. Then another insurgent jumped out of the wardrobe in the bedroom where he was hiding and began firing wildly around the room, knocking over the wardrobe. The insurgent was shot and wounded by Bellavia, but got away. As Bellavia tried to pursue him into the second floor of the building, Bellavia slipped on the stairs that was slick with, the, with blood regained his footing, climbed the stairs. He threw a fragmentary grenade into the upper room, flushing the insurgent onto the roof. Hearing two other insurgents screaming from the third story of the building, Sergeant Bellavia put a chokehold on the wounded insurgent to keep him from giving away their position. The citation reads that the wounded jihadist then bit Sergeant Bellavia on the arm and smacked him in the face with the butt of his AK-47, which actually broke one of his teeth. <laughs> and then David said, my dad is a dentist. He's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he told me. I in the wild scuffle that followed, Sergeant Bellavia took out his knife and slit the jihadist's throat. He would continue to fight and fell insurgents until his platoon was joined by five of the members, his citation states. Bellavia left the Army in 2005 after six years of service. He would go on and co-found the political advocacy organization Vets for Freedom, which is still guys serving in Congress that were with Vets for Freedom. He documented his military experience in House to House, an epic memoir of war. One thing that caught me uh, is there's a lot of interviews on, on um, uh, YouTube, which I yeah. posted on my Facebook page, yeah. mm -hmm. and where David is being interviewed by just a plethora of people. And in, in the one statement that really caught me, David said, I'm either going to lose my life or lose my soul. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, yep. this guy, mm. this guy, 
He is yeah. everybody looks at as a John Wayne. Wow. Yeah, no doubt. Unreal. Well, no doubt. a real-life true hero. If you, if you haven't grabbed this book, by the way, this gun said house to house. But yep. think about that, right? You mentioned something. Imagine somebody coming after you with a rocket-propelled grenade launcher. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, well, proud went, to know him for sure. Proud to you know, be in his company, no doubt. These things and watching the interviews, you can really put a picture of it in your mind. He's, oh, yeah. They're going, him and his squad are going house to house. They get basically pushed out of a house onto the street. They're being fired upon out in the streets, forcing them back into this building where Bellavia goes in, and now he's facing all these other insurgents that are shooting at him. Yep. Point yeah. blank. Unreal. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to, to really watch any of the story, I would suggest definitely going to YouTube and looking it up. One of the better ones, I think, is done by the BBC. Uh, it's like a five-minute little documentary, and uh, a lot of it's in, in David's own words. It's really, really good. I would highly suggest that you go and learn. If you don't know about David, learn about his heroics in uh, in, in the uh, in, in Iraq. Yeah, sure. and uh, Texas came in. Bellavia's book is also in many local libraries. Neil yep. from uh, Appleton. So yeah, absolutely. thanks, Neil. Appreciate that. Absolutely, Mr. Thompson. We appreciate it, buddy. And uh, thank you. God bless. And uh, I'm sure I know there's some dates for you to help fill in in July, right? Yeah. Yeah, in July. Uh, if not, could we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> and August. I think last week in July. Yeah. Cool. Now, you've helped us out the last few summers, and, you know, there's no secret. Like, selfishly, it's nice to take, you know, a week off in July and a week off in August because it's, yep. you know, we get, we get three nice months of weather here. I try to take advantage of it. So, and you guys are awesome. So, thanks, Russ. And I, I've always laughed when people say, I really, really like when you take off and Russ and Carl fall in. It makes me feel great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Thompson. Thanks, right, buddy. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Nice, thanks. All right. Appreciate it. You know, after 20 years of giving up our summers, or uh, summers, our Saturdays yeah. and our summers, uh, it, it's, it's definitely nice. We would very much appreciate it. Take a few Saturdays off here and there when we do get some nice Yeah, stuff. and uh, Mr. Hayflick fills in. Jeff Boron has filled in with them, so they do an awesome job, too. So it does really give us a, a little bit of a yeah, break, which is good. Sure. Um, 803-0930, star 930 on a cell phone, 1-800-616-9236. We're going to talk next hour a little bit, special guest. We'll talk a little bit about 401k planning and 401ks themselves, but uh, and you and your money. But, of course, open mic session, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-9236. Now, uh, we were talking a little bit, Glenn, about uh, Niagara Falls mayor indicates there's a shortfall now, about $13 million. No. Yeah. They didn't really plan it through. I guess uh, the mayor, the, no. the city officials, Andrew Cuomo, they signed a contract with the Senecas saying, hey, we're going to get money for a period of time. But apparently their financial planning software didn't show the expiration date or the oh. accounting software didn't show the expiration date as to when that money was going to go away. Because instead of doing exactly what Mike and Glenn said, and I, I should find these tapes, I said this multiple times. I said the only way I think that casino is really, 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 really going to work is if there's a direct tie, meaning that they take the profits from that casino and they link it every year with a pro-growth type of policy. So instead of just throwing it into the general fund and watching it go bye-bye like the rest of all the money that we do, I said, okay, you've got $15 million bucks coming in from that casino this year. Let's tie it into getting rid of crack houses. Let's just get rid of them. Right. Uh, the next year, let's tie it into another prop. Maybe it's shovel-ready land. Maybe there's some old factories. We got a bunch of them in Niagara Falls, right? That we can start to use that money to clean up shovel-ready land. But don't count on the money forever, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't even count on the money 
even if you're going to get it forever. Because right. what most good businessmen will do is say, hey, there's a possibility that casino might not last forever. It might not work. It might not be financially stable, right? So let's specifically tie it to projects where yep. we can say, you know what, it's improving the city. Did they do that? Not oh. one ounce. Not no. a bit. Not no, a bit. They took it and they threw it right in the general fund. They yeah. spent it like it was going to be there each and every year, yep. right? So this is a classic. They've received nearly a quarter of a billion dollars yes. uh, from the casino since it began operating. A quarter billion dollars. Does anybody see anywhere near a couple hundred million dollars of economic development <laughs> no. in Niagara Falls? No. I mean, seriously? Nothing. A few trees gone. Outside of the but. one building that Palladino built or, right. or, or, or revamped, the one hotel that was revamped, it, it's still a, a disaster up there. I mean, it's it's. We have people coming to Buffalo from you know different parts of the country to visit, and I'm embarrassed. I got to say, you got to bring your passport. Yeah, you, know, you got to bring your passport. We got to go. Oh, to you want to see Niagara Falls? Yeah, not from this yeah. side. You I know. mean, we can go to the to the national. Our, our not national. Our state park is nice. Our, our our Niagara Falls, you know, state park is nice. Oh, you wanted to have dinner? Oh, wow, that's you yeah. That. yeah. Oh, you wanted to go out for 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 drinks at a nice bar? No, yeah, no, they're not open after that. five. No, no, after five. <laughs> you better be have a flak vest on if you're going in. After after five, <laughs> you kidding me? Don't be caught when the sun goes down, if you know what I'm saying, uh, in, in uh, the best, Niagara Falls. The best part <laughs> is, if, and uh, the article I'm referring to is on WGRZ's website, but uh, they said, well, Andrew Cuomo promised to lend us money. Oh, okay. Well, sure. But they, but that money. He's got that coin of coin laying around. Huh? Yeah, that, sure he <laughs> does. I mean, this is right? only a few million bucks, right? Yeah. I mean, he just lent his buddies sure. billions of dollars. Yeah, and, uh, lend it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great lending our money? Yeah. We're so generous with our money, aren't they? But the, yeah, but I'm Cole thinking myself, lend it to him. Thinking myself, okay, Niagara Falls. <laughs> so now you're you're upset because the state said they were going to lend you the money. Who? When do you pay that back? <laughs> when do you? Okay. When does that? When does one liberal piggy bank, bank pay the other liberal piggy bank back? It's a total joke. It's an absolute joke. Oh, no. I mean, at what point does any of the any of these elected officials in here? And we'll talk more about. Uh, you brought up an article uh, maybe after the break about you know there's uh, and we've been saying this for weeks. There's still more people leaving, folks. There's still more people leaving. The Mark Poland cars of the world, oh, the yeah. Brian Higgins of the world, they can tell you that the waterfront is beautiful and everything is hunky-dory and we're great. And we can thank the Pagulers and Frank and fracking for that. But the fact of the matter is there's still more people leaving than coming. That's a real big problem if you have properties here. That's a big problem, right? You know why property values go up in other places? Because more people are moving there than leaving. Well, supply and demand. No kidding, right? You know that works. Unreal. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll talk more about it on the other side of the break. If you want to hop on board, uh, 1-800-616-9236, star 930 on a cell phone if you're local here in western New York, 8030930. If you'd like to text us, star 3930. We'll get to some of your text messages. Don't wait until the end of the fo- uh, show, folks. I know you're driving around. Hopefully you've got the convertible down. 80-degree day, beautiful. Hop on board, 8030930, star 930. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930, WBEN, WFTL down in South Florida. If you need our team, by the way, uh, 561-614-2000, 561-614-2000 down there. We have an office in uh, Jupiter in the Palm Beach area, Palm Beach Gardens, and, of course, your flagship office, 305 Spindrift 
in uh, Williamsville, New York, 633-1515. Whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, we do have an in-house estate planning attorney if you need your will, your health care proxy done. Um, you know, we have a certified divorce financial analyst. If you're unfortunately going through a divorce or you're going to be, you need to know your numbers. Call Ron, Ron Reinstein. A certified social security claiming strategist. I can't tell you how, how important that is, you know. Uh, understanding your income, how it relates to your social security. What's the best option to pick? You only get one choice at it. You only get one attempt at it. Well, I shouldn't say that, but pretty much. So, you you know, you know your options, 633-1515. And independent Medicare reps. If you're turning 65 or unhappy with your Medicare, unsure of your Medicare. Um, you know, I should also say this. And uh, uh, Lynn Harrington and uh, Brian Faraci were talking about this week. They said, we said, well, we, always, we can help with Medicare. Well, we could also help with individual health care plans. And really, if you have um, need or um, an under, you know, uh, want guidance with your health care, whether it's your individual plan or you're a company and you need help, use our team as a resource, 633-1515, and, uh, and they do work together. Uh, it's funny. Somebody called a few weeks ago and said, you always say John Thur is the smartest guy in the room because he's our chartered financial analyst and, and one of the uh, uh, leading folks on our investment committee. And why don't I just work with him? <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> well, question. thank you for the vote of confidence. <laughs> I said, yeah. That's, I, I was laughing. I said, well, I said, here's the thing. You do get to work with him. We do work as a team. And and he's part of that investment committee and team. And so, you know, if you decided to work with us in that capacity, in the retirement planning side, and you're looking at our models, uh, you would you would have access to John. You'd have access to the team, and we and we really do work as a team. Again, six three three one five one five. And one favor we've been asking: go to our website. If you make a fifty dollar donation, you will get a magnet that looks like a New York State uh, throughway sign. And I assure you, I can't tell you what the content of that is on the radio. But you'll laugh. It's funny. 100% of the donation will go to Children's Hospital. So I don't think we've ever in our 20 years asked our listeners to go and pick up something or buy something. Or, uh, But we would really appreciate you going to our website and donating 50 bucks to Children's Hospital. It would help us. The goal is to sell 200 of them. So I, every, uh, every one of them counts. And uh, if you like this show and you've been listening to it for years, we really would appreciate your help. Go to our website. Uh, thefinancialguys.com. Uh, next hour, we're going to talk from 2 to 2.30 a little bit about uh, 401k plans and some of the mistakes out there. If you want to hop on board, 803-0930, star 930 on a cell phone, 1-800-616-9236. And a good opportunity with the beautiful weather here, we'll get you right on board. Again, 1-800-616-9236. Uh, before the break, we are talking about uh, a shortfall of money in Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether it's Niagara Falls, whether it's the Buffalo Billion, whether it doesn't matter if it's L.A., San Francisco, Niagara Falls. It's the same story over and over again. Seattle, I don't understand what it's going to take for people to look at these bureaucracies that are run by liberals especially and look at liberal progressivism and say it doesn't work, right? I mean, you look at the Buffalo Billion, back to that article for a second. Census figures show that the that Como's Buffalo Billion isn't working. Well, no duh, right? Yeah. Big government spending and picking winners and losers it fails every single time. Here's the article. A full three quarters of western New York cities and towns are losing population, <sighs> with Buffalo the biggest loser as it shrank by an average of 51 people a day since 2010. 
Yes, that's the Queen City of the Great Lakes, which Governor Cuomo will tell you is seeing a renaissance thanks to this Buffalo Billion spending. Hmm. Oops. Oops. The pop drop figures come from the Buffalo. Uh-oh. 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 That's like when he was giving that speech and he said, seven. we've created seven jobs yeah, with $100 million spend. I wish I could find that audio. That seven. Was the, that was the most classic speech of all time. No doubt. And here we are touting the Buffalo Billion. Look at all this success. So far, we've created seven <laughs> new jobs. Like, I was waiting for these seven hundred. We were in, we well, were in studio that day. Well, take the sip of water, seven. We, we, we were thousand. In, no. We were in studio that day, and we both looked at each other like, did he just say that? Seven? seven? Yeah. That's the cut? Seven? <laughs> seven. 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 Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> well, it gets worse. Yeah. The pop drop figures come from the Buffalo Focus site Business First, which compared uh, data from the 2010 census with the Census Bureau's new estimate for 2018. The obvious reason is that new jobs are so rare outside of New York City's unique economic engine. Como's policies sure haven't helped. His fracking ban shut down the best hope for solid growth in much of the state, Hmm. nor have his new casinos proved a boon for upstate. Indeed, most aren't coming close to the profits they'd envisioned when they were open. Yep. And then Como's Buffalo Billion plan now working on its second billion in economic development, quotes loosely applied. Well, the first one didn't work. Well, uh, yeah, well, just more money. They just yeah. need more money and more time. And, Isn't and, that the and, best? And so absolutely. We spent a we, billion. Yes, and we say it all the time. <laughs> like it's It just Always. blows your mind that they yep. will spend money, it doesn't work, yep. and you would think anybody with a brain in their head would say, okay, let's not do that again. No, no, well, they go right back at it. it. Here's who wants it. Uh, the Criminelli family wants it, uh-huh. right? They want it, right? Uh, Howard Zemsky would like to sprinkle some more magic fairy dust sure. because he's done such an awesome job. I mean, Howie, nice work, buddy. Solar City, Niagara Falls Casino. I mean, what other gems are you going to sign for us in Western <laughs> New York? Because you're a man. I want you on my team signing contracts, That's please, because right. you're a real winner there. That's right. Right, so the final article is great. Como's Buffalo Billion Plan, now working on its second billion in economic development spending, has created some temporary construction jobs, oh, and rewarded many of the governor's donors, Mm. (laughs) but failed to turn around that city. And the population figures prove it. I remember a few years ago and and how we started getting into Mark Poland cars and and, and started to, you know, how we started trading jabs online or on Twitter was because he was out there touting, see, the latest census, Buffalo's population. Here we go. on the growth, <laughs> 6,000 jobs. And I remember tweeting him back going, hey, Mark, FYI, we, you imported 25,000 uh, refugees from all over the world. Uh, I don't know if you want to count that as success because really then that means a net 19,000 Buffalonians got up and left, yeah. and then that ensued. You know the battle of let's you know let me I'll show you my progressive policies and you and you compare them to your you know conservative <laughs> yeah, ni- policies. Yeah, nineteen thousand, nineteen thousand. By the way, yeah, tax-paying folks. These right. are we see it every day. I continue right. to say this at least once a week. Somebody calls their office and says, "Are you registered, Mike, in Tennessee, Florida, Texas?" Right. Well, why are you leaving there? Well, I'm sick and tired of the tax burden in New York State. I've had enough. That, uh, the 19,000 folks that left are taxpaying people. They're not yep. coming here looking for the welfare benefits right. and the free right. handouts. They're right. not leaving going, you know what, I'm leaving those welfare benefits behind. They're leaving because they're sick and tired of paying New York State 10 to 20% more of their money. So not only did we, do we, do we send away taxpaying productive members of society, but we brought in potentially non-productive members of society, that some will become productive, some will take advantage of it and become the top 1%. I guarantee it, right? There'll be some immigrant that comes to this country and says, you know what? I see the opportunity as capitalism, and they'll, and they'll, make, a, they'll make the most of it. But a lot won't. 
A yeah. lot are going. We're, we're, we bring them in. We put them right in front of social service offices, the welfare offices of Buffalo, and go, okay, here's what you're entitled to now. You're entitled to these housing benefits and these drug benefits and these food benefits and these benefits and these benefits and these benefits. And a lot of them will decide, okay, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to work because I'm just going right. to gather benefits. So you're taking taxpaying people. They're leaving. They're the ones that are voting with their feet. And you're bringing in folks, many of which, some of which at least, will not be productive members of society. And, you know, when you look at what Buffalo and, and New York or any sort of liberal bastion of, of utopian economic progress as they look at it goes – it's always the same story again, whether it be Buffalo, L.A., Seattle, doesn't matter. Seattle now facing a rampant homelessness and drug problem. But look at these headlines coming out of the New York Post, right? Uh, in, in, alongside of this column of census figures show that Buffalo Billion isn't working, here's more on the Buffalo Billion from the New York Post. Disgraced lobbyist and star witness in Prococo case gets five years probation. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Billion informant avoids jail time. Worse than Amazon, Como's Buffalo Billion just went bust. That's a great article if you haven't read it. We talked about that a few weeks ago. <laughs> Buffalo Billion lobbyist turned witness to be sentenced in April. I mean, look at all this stuff. It's corruption, 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 right? And, and yet somehow, somehow we vote for more of it and say, well, the second billion. I'm sure that the second billion we spend in downtown Buffalo yeah, this time. That'll be a vibe. This time we're going to find the solar company, Mike, that really actually works. <laughs> we spent $700 million to create 700 jobs. Yeah. And that's even if a we're lucky. number. If we're, if lucky. we're lucky. It's funny. Right? Somebody Crazy. texted in. Uh, the, the city's population is only 231,000. So those numbers make no sense. Uh, so let, let just do yourself a favor, okay? Google City of Buffalo population and look at where we were in 1990 and watch the ski slope <laughs> as it goes down, okay? Those numbers do make sense, okay? That's all you need to do is Google hey, City I'm of Buffalo population. Yeah, you you take it up the New York Post. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's your liberal. Those are numbers from your liberal buddies, not us, right? Yeah, yeah. So look at making these numbers up. These are the numbers. I'm looking at Google City of Buffalo population and the ski slope of the population. Yes, those are true numbers. Yes, they are. Yeah, and facts do matter, and we are we are explaining to you facts. So right, well, take a look at business first. I'm reading articles. New York Post, business first. These are this is data coming from these news organizations. Yeah. I'm not just Ho- making them hopefully, up. Like, oh. Hopefully, Mr. Polonkars and his friend can offset some of that population loss with some more, you know, immigrants. And, See that, uh, but that's the thing with liberals. You tell them facts, you go, "Nope, that's not true. Those nope. numbers don't make sense. No, that, can't, that couldn't possibly." Oh no, be the we're case. thriving. Yeah, Look, sorry, I'm just telling you. Sorry, yeah. we we must uh, be gaining. We must be gaining right. thirty thousand people well, a year. We just, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why the, we're, the, we're the fourth highest, you know, poverty, child poverty rate in the country. Yeah, we said that, by the, the way. Said, we also said be careful true. about some of the construction that's happening in the city of Buffalo. Not that we don't like it, right? We'd love to see. Uh, we're, it's our hometown. We'd love to see it grow. But you've seen a shift in the population. And I've said for a long time, the number one building in the city of Buffalo is 100% vacant. The number largest building in the city of Buffalo is 100% vacant, right? Yeah. So all that population went, all those folks went out and scattered. Right. And everybody said, look at all the new construction. This is incredible. And I said, well, yeah. wait a minute. You know, there's a million square foot there. It's just sitting there vacant. Right. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if that was filled. It would be nice if people were relocating here for jobs, but yeah. they're not. You got to be careful. No, they don't show. prove that. Real quick, before we get to the other side of the hour, we do have a whole other hour coming up. For those listening down in South Florida, you can continue to listen to us on the radio.com app. Just download the radio.com app and go to WBEN. You can continue to listen for those 
Of course, in Western New York, I do want to plug a couple upcoming events so Rochelle doesn't yell at me on Monday. Yes. Uh, TFG Academy, uh, Wednesday, June 19th, at noon, our retirement roadmap. Don't forget at 3 o'clock that same day, we have our economic uh, commentary and market update with John Thur and Paul Meeks. Uh, TFG Insurance, that's going to be, well, that was last week, wasn't it? June 12th? Was that, oh, that's this week coming up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, TFG Insurance, that's this week, June 12th, Wednesday. I got a little ahead of myself. Uh, we're going to be out at the Amherst Senior Center. Uh, you can, I guess, call the office. There's reservations you can go to. They're yeah, that's, doing a whole concert. That's, that's for our insurance agency. That's right. There. And you, you'll see yep. Brian Ferracci out there, Lynn Harrington, I think Brian Janik. So they'll be out there. Boys of Summer are playing, too. Yeah, we'll plug the other stuff on the other side of the break, but uh, stay tuned. If you need us throughout the week, folks, again, down in South Florida, 561-614-2000. Of course, Western New York, 63315. All right, we'll talk a little bit 401k planning on the other side of the break. Hop on board, 803-0930-STAR-930. Uh, if you're on a cell phone, one, and again, 1-800-616-9236. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. We'll be back. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. The financial guys... It's time to talk money. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. A whole nother hour here to go. Financial guys, place where money meets politics. Been a little bit all over the board today. If you want to hop on board, 803-0930, star 930 on a cell phone and 1-800-616-9236. Again, do not wait until 3 o'clock. I understand it's a nice day. So call us from your cell phone uh, with the top down. Please pull the car over. Don't you know drive and talk. But... Uh, Hop on board, 803-0930-STAR-930. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. We do manage money for a living. We have a lot of fun with the show, place where money meets politics. Monday through Friday, we're managing money, uh, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, social security planning. We have certified social security claiming strategists, independent Medicare reps. Our, and, uh, Glenn, you mentioned our independent Medicare reps will be out Wednesday, June 12th. They'll be at... Uh, Let's see, TFG Insurance is sponsoring dinner and a concert at the Amherst Senior Center, and the boys of summer will be there. So make sure you stop by and see our Medicare team, whether it's Lynn Harrington, Brian Faraci, Brian Janik. Uh, I don't know if Ron Waskow is going to be there, but I know Lynn and Brian and Brian, I think, will be there. So that's June 12th and uh, June 19th. We have a workshop at our office, Retirement ro uh, Roadmap, so I think noon to 1.00. 
And that's just really overall retirement planning and some of the basic things you should be looking at as you're setting up a retirement plan. So um, <laughs> and the last thing is Children's Hospital Fundraiser, a $50 donation will get you a magnet. Go to our website and check out the magnet you're going to get. It's a, uh, a spoof on a New York State um, three-way sign. So, But uh, all $50, 100% of the donation will go to Children's Hospital. So uh, we've never asked any favors from our listeners to go to our website and buy anything. This is the first time. Our goal is to try to sell 200 of them. So please, 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 please go to our website and buy one, just one. <laughs> and the donation will go to Children's Hospital, thefinancialguys.com. Um, in studio with us, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, 401k planning. Charmaine uh, Kays. 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 You got it right. Charmaine Kays. Kays. I'm so bad with last name. Charmaine Kays. And we're going to talk a little bit about 401k plans. If you have questions about your 401k plan, certainly, or your money, hop on board. Again, 1 800 616 9236, star 930 on a cell phone, 1 800 616 9236. Before we get to the 401ks, uh, somebody keeps texting, blowing up the text. They don't believe that 51 people a day are leaving Buffalo. Listen, <laughs> I didn't make up the numbers. If you don't believe it, that's okay. Yeah. But then call the Census Bureau, call the Buffalo First, or, or what is it, uh, Buffalo First newspaper, call the New York Post. You can believe whatever you want yeah. to believe, I'm yeah. telling you. Now, these are preliminary census numbers. The full census will come out in 2020, yes. and I can assure you it's not going to look like you know roses and, and, and peaches here. It's yeah. going to look pretty bad. So yeah. you can believe whatever you want to believe, yes. and that's the best part. You know, If, if uh, in this world you can, I guess, believe whatever you want to believe, but I'm telling you, Numbers are numbers, and they're these are the numbers that they are reporting. Yeah. I didn't make a, and, and you'd a hope financial guys survey. This is the preliminary census numbers that we're getting, you know, from yeah. the Census Bureau and being reported by places like Business First and the New York Post. Yeah, and I and I think um, and my guess is that's probably residency too, right? So I think what you're starting to see is more and more folks, and we, we're seeing. So I mean, this is not a secret. We see this in our financial business where the folks are leaving for six months in a day or seven months. So you know, they may not be gone from Western New York for the entire year, but they're definitely gone long enough to not claim residency here for sure, which, you know, again, goes back to, and we've talked about this time and time again, where, you know, taxes get too damn high <laughs> and people say, I'm not paying them. Um, and uh, they figure out a way, you know, money's like water. It will go to where it's welcome and uh, the little bit of hope. It will leave to that. And I, we talked about last week or the week before about the – it was like something like $17.2 billion going into the state of Florida, $8 billion leaving the state of uh, New York last year. So wealth is leaving, and it's going to where it's welcome. Right. And uh, Florida is a welcoming place when it comes to you and your point. money. Well, that's a great point. You mentioned the $17 billion. So you could not believe the 51 people a day – but you have multiple figures that corroborate the same story, sure. right? You have the census people population losing. You have economic numbers that are showing assets and, and you know billions of dollars leaving. You have all these multiple types of surveys and measures that all point to the same thing. You know, there was a, I don't know what this, I think it was a Wall Street Journal analysis or whatever it was uh, that talked about, you know, New York having the worst economic prospects for the future or like the second to, to worst, right? Yeah. So all of these different things, it's like saying, well, 
you know, you, but, but officer, I wasn't speeding. I was only, I was doing the speed limit. Well, let's see. I clocked you on my radar doing 90. You were passing <laughs> cars like they were standing still, right? Yeah. You know, all these different things. I saw you know, the dust. Add up, right? <laughs> all these things add up to the to to to, to basically you know yeah. corroborate the same story. And yeah. when it comes to the the you know Western New York, you know I, whether you look at poverty rates, disparity of income. Unemployment rates, yeah. people leaving, population loss, whatever the yeah. whatever it yeah. is, yeah. it paints the same picture. Absolutely, and then and then paint that picture a little broader into the three point two billion dollars shortfall this year right. of uh, budget shortfall in New York State. Right? Exactly. They, yeah. So yes, they are leaving. Another text. I'm one of the fifty one selling my house next month. Bye bye. I'm hearing that a lot from people yeah. lately, especially. I've had a lot. Uh, of People are just so sick and you know what? They're si- I, I'll tell you that. I mean, this is a big one. The the new abortion laws uh, put right. a lot of people over the edge. Uh, it was okay, high taxes, miserable yeah. weather. Now we're aborting babies as they're coming out of the womb. Enough well, is think, enough. I think people look at California and they say, okay, well, what what happened in California? They got a liberal governor and they and they and the liberals took over complete control of the legislature. What's happened in California? I mean, just look at the most recent article: fourteen percent home uh, jump in homelessness yeah. in L.A. And they're shocked. Oh, they're bringing back diseases the that we shocked. haven't seen in a hundred yeah, years. Hundreds of years. Typhus, <laughs> right, right. Typhus outbreaks. They have the plague now. Yeah. Back in L.A. The, the only job. the only thing surviving in L.A. and thriving is rats. That's right. <laughs> so you see, I think people are looking at New York now, going, "Uh oh, yeah. now we have." The, at least we had part of the assembly, you know, part of the legislature. At least was able to slow things down. Yes. kind of. Uh, but DPHO said that, no, by the way. There's no safe stop. DPHO said, well, you know, yeah, that's three men in the room, and that's tough, but at least we had some kind of a barrier. Yeah. Not anymore. Not, Not anymore. anymore. And, and I think people see that and they go, right. I, now, you know what? It's Now it's going to get even worse. And of course, what do they do, as you, as you accurately put out? The first thing they did, abortion bill. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, so everybody in this state that was on the fence now knows where they stand. If you are a conservative, if you are pro-life, if you are pro-Second Amendment, all these things, Governor Cuomo said flat out, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. We don't want you. You're not welcome. Yep. If you're one of these crazy right-wingers... Yep. No and one needs to. No, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> All right. That's wrong. One. Let's welcome Charmaine. By the way, if you want to hop on board, 803 star 930. Do Please do not wait until 3 o'clock. 803 star 930. Charmaine, one of the heads of our 401k division. Appreciate you spending some time here. Uh, first time in studio with us. Yes, it is. I mean, you've been on the, you've called in on the on the hotline, but it this was one is, of your call ins. Yes. This is the first time. And uh, uh, she goes, I. She says, I, I really, boy, I, I probably could have called in. I'm like, yeah, it is a nice day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie to you. I, I said that on the way in. I'm like, this is not an easy day to be in studio. There's there's nothing when it's when it's raining and crummy. You're like, all right, go in the studio. It'll be fun and we'll get my mind off the crummy weather. But when it's 80 degrees. But anyway, so you've you've been in the 401k business for a long time. You know, than I'm going to admit. Yes, uh, yes we'll say uh, we'll say a long time. You started when you were six. Mm-hmm. We'll start exactly. there. Um, but you know, some of the things. Let's talk about some of the mistakes. And I, I think you know, just working with you now uh, consistently with some of these 401k plans. You know, you see companies that just you know they just don't update their plan. I just see these old plans that just sit out there. Mm-hmm. And I, are they scared to update their plan? Is it? Well, are they scared the workload's going to be too much? I mean, what, what what do you see out there? I think it's complacency for the most part. Um, When a company uh, puts in a plan, they have a specific budget and a specific group of employees that they're trying to cater to. Mm -hmm. Budgets change. Groups of employees change. And 
in these groups of employees, the owner of the business is the one that can't do what he wants to do. Yeah. So encouraging these business owners to review their plan on a regular basis to try to get them to the point that the rank-and-file people are already. Rank-and-file people can put away up to $19,000 a year hmm. without batting an eyelash, whether that's 50% of their income or 100% of it, hmm. whereas the owner of a business is, is uh, he has to pass a test yeah. uh, for what he can contribute or she can contribute. And our goal with working with people on a consistent basis is to get that owner in a position where he can put in as much as he would like to. Yeah, that's a great point, Charmaine. Some one of the things that I've noticed in, in you know my experience of working with plans is that the the interest of the owner and how aggressive they are in really promoting the positive aspects of the four hundred one k really goes a long way to allowing the owners themselves to maximize them. And so what I, what I mean by that is an owner who is very pro 401, you know, talking it up with the employees, very, you know, active and, and proactive about bringing in education, bringing people in because they truly care. And most business owners, if not all, really care about their employees. But, of course, they also have to care about making their mortgage payment and all these different things. But those that really promote the 401k that encourage their employees to get involved that bring in the education oftentimes because of that automatically pass that or helps to, them to pass that discrimination test and allowing them to put money away because i see a much higher level of participation when that owner is more involved is your experience the same you're absolutely right and one of the things that we've done uh, for the last several years almost since it began the 401ks is to do individual meetings with employees on a regular basis we send out sign-up sheets to companies, and people sign up if they want to meet with us. By doing that, we find that people are more likely to increase their contributions. They, uh, this is a, a thing of pride for the rank-and-file employee that they have saved money. Many instances, it may be the only thing that they have yeah. in mm. savings. That's right. So, yes, to encourage them to increase their contribution by a percent or two a year. It's not breaking the bank or, or killing their take-home pay, but it is certainly increasing what they're saving. Yeah, That, in turn, helps the business owner to be able to put away more and more and more. Yeah. And hey, we're going to take a quick break. And by the way, if you'd like a complimentary consultation, you're a business owner out there, not sure about your plan, it is a complimentary consultation. We have experts like Charmaine that'll pop into your, your uh, office and uh, you know walk you through some of the steps. 633-1515. Same thing, by the way, with Medicare planning. I know we've had a few companies say, would you come out and educate some of my uh, my senior folks, senior meaning you know some of the folks that have been there a while, maybe they are turning 65, they're on your health insurance plan and they need or maybe should definitely be converting to Medicare, our independent experts can come out and help. So whether it's 401k planning or Medicare planning, and they'll come out together a lot of times, you know, so you can kill two birds with one stone. So 633-1515, use them as a resource. We're going to take a quick break. If you want to hop on board, uh, 1-800-616-9236. Financial Guys, we'll be right back. News Radio 930 WBN. Don't turn the dial. All righty. 
little Caribbean music there. Is that Buffett? I don't think that's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny music. It's, it's beach music. <laughs> okay. Close enough. All right. If you want to hop on board, 803-0930-STAR-930. Open mic session, folks. A beautiful day here in western New York. And uh, summer is on its way. It finally showed up this week. And uh, it's nice to have a Saturday and a Sunday. Two nice days in a row with uh, beautiful weather and a lot of stuff going on, as always here. What, is it somebody say the Allentown Art Festival? Did you hear this? Yes, it this weekend. This weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's going on this weekend. There's the Music Festival down in, in my backyard in East Aurora today. The band's all day, so um, that's going to go on all night. So I, All night, but I think 10, 11 o'clock at night. So a lot of cool stuff here, and that's when Western New York wakes up, so you uh, try to get it all in. Uh, Charmaine uh, Kay's in studio with us, and we are talking a little bit about 401K plans and, um, you know, trying to maximize those plans and update your plans. If you're a small business owner, medium-sized business owner, and you need some help, 633-1515. Our independent team can, can sit down with you and review your current plan. Uh, we'll talk more about that here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Again, if you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. Um, go to our website, by the way, thefinancialguys.com. Actually, you don't even need the T-H-E anymore. We own financialguys.com as well. Uh, do us a favor for a $50 donation to Children's Hospital right on the page. We will send you a magnet. The magnet is a spoof on uh, the New York State uh, throughway signs, and I assure you it will. You'll, you should think it's funny if you think like us. Uh, but the $50 donation, we've never actually asked for any really charity donations. We've always plugged charities here. We've always, you know, we've had, uh, you know, probably three, four times a month different folks promoting their charities here on uh, on the financial guys. But never asked you to go to our website and buy anything. Do us a huge favor. $50 donation. You'll love the magnet. If you've got a Father's Day gift that you're looking for and your dad's a conservative, uh, yeah. He'll love if it. If he's not a conservative, I would not recommend this. If he is I'm not a conservative, you should still Unless send it. Unless he's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> you should still send it. It's for Children's <laughs> Hospital. Uh, $50, 100% of the $50 will go to Children's Hospital. So go to our website. Please do us a favor. And uh, we would like to sell 200 of them. So do us a favor and see if you can help out with that. Uh, Charmaine, uh, what, where did I write my questions down here? All over the place. Well, let me jump in while you're looking for that, Mike. Sure. I mean, first of all, you know, it used to be that the house was the biggest asset, right? So, yeah. And, of course, real estate, unlike a 401K, you know, you don't check your real estate val- you know, value once a week, once a month, once a day, like people do their 401K, right? And so now the 401K is the biggest asset. So to me, it's a little bit more challenging for people to accumulate wealth only because Oftentimes, what I notice is that people don't have the proper plan in place. They've not done the proper risk tolerance. They don't allocate their 401k properly. And as a result, they make bad decisions at the wrong time, potentially. A house is easier, right? Because it just kind of, it chugs along. Yeah, you do have some, obviously, fluctuations in housing values. But for the most part, because you're not checking it, over a 10-year period, if you own that house, you're going to find that it goes up roughly by 3% for inflation. But a 401k can be much different. If you're in the wrong investments, at the wrong time or just in the wrong investments in general haven't done that work the difference between a bond fund return and a stock fund return or not having the proper allocation that can make a huge difference for somebody's retirement right no doubt absolutely and um i think the thing that is lacking most with 401ks is that investment advice uh available to the rank and file employees Mm -hmm. to leave an employee with a kit 
or a website and say, okay, enroll and choose what funds you want to be in. Yeah. Well, they don't know what they're looking at. Yeah, some of the payroll companies have just opened up for all and plans and walked away. They right. leave the kits and boxes. Yeah. And, and <laughs> right. That's it. There is nothing. Right. The only thing that's acceptable to leave it anywhere in boxes is a Paul's Donut. That's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a 401k plan. Don't forget the coffee. Yeah. But anyways, I think some of the providers of the investment options for retirement plans have come up with a couple of good alternatives for the rank-and-file employee that doesn't want to monitor his investments, That uh, one of them being a target date fund. Hmm. These funds are set up according to an, uh, a person's anticipated retirement year. So if you're 40 years old and you have 25 years to retirement, you're going to be in probably a growth portfolio. But as you approach retirement, those monies are backed away from risk so that your retirement date is not dictated by what the market is or is not Mm -hmm. doing. The second type of fund that they've come up to is a risk-based fund. So let's say the same 40-year-old says, I don't care how much I could get by investing my money aggressively or in a growth portfolio. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. I've seen my father or I've seen my aunt or somebody lose a lot of money doing that, and this is what I want. So a lot of portfolios have both types of funds available for those people that want to choose their risk level or those people that want to have it invested appropriately for their age. Hmm. You know, Charmaine, one of the cool things that we do, as you know, in our office, is we can take the that amount of contribution, the amount of risk they're taking, and we can now graph that out for them on our financial planning software to say, you know, it's okay if you want to be conservative, but here's the deal and here's the sacrifice. You've here's got to what put you in, give up. Mm-hmm. That's right. You've got to put an X amount more into your 401k to meet your goals. So by having that planning process and doing that, having that software, we can better help folks up front, whether they're 30, 40, 50, or whatever, say, look, here's the trade-off to being more conservative. You may have to put more money away. Or here's the benefit of being more aggressive, trade-off being more volatility, but, of course, maybe less contribution. Can, right? can so. we hold you over and just ask you two more questions? I'm mm-hmm. talking about cost and then the flexibility of some of these plans, okay? I know Absolutely. you, you want to get out of there. Uh, you want to go to the Yellowtown Art <laughs> Festival, too. So, But just five minutes on the other side of the break. Uh-uh. you got financial guys. You we need promise. us throughout the week, folks. 633-1515. Independent experts here like Charmaine. If you're a small, medium-sized business owner and need help with your 401k plan, use her as a resource. We'll be back. News Radio 930 WBN. Good afternoon. I'm Mike Baggerman from the WBEN Newsroom. Iraq War veteran and WBEN host David Bellavia will receive the highest honor a member of the military can receive, the Medal of Honor. Valor, we, we just so much love is involved. You never think of, of those words when you think of war and combat, but there's so much love on the battlefield, and you really do care. You care for your, your hometown, you care for your country, you care for your friends, uh, but you know that's something that separates us from all the other enemies we fight is that Americans have a a tenacity to them because we really, you know, we really love what we do and we love what we're protecting. Here is full reaction to receiving the award at WBEN.com. He'll be presented the award by President Trump later this month. Jeff Skinner will remain with the Sabres. He signed an eight-year deal worth $72 million. And happening now until 6 p.m. is the Allentown Art Festival. The 62nd annual festival also goes tomorrow from 10 to 6. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Mike Baggerman.
watching the sun bake. All of those two He's really rubbing it in his Yes, he is. But it's 80 <laughs> degrees here today, so that's okay. This is the this this that song would be totally inappropriate in February here, but uh, no doubt. today totally appropriate. Mr. Buffett's favorite place, the Florida Keys, does remind me of the Keys when I hear uh, Mr. Buffett. It reminds me of our our uh, office down south. By the way, we do have a service. Uh, we have an office in Palm Beach uh, Gardens, Jupiter, Florida, and uh, we have also some satellite offices in Naples. So if your intentions are to leave the socialist state of New York and go to Florida, we have folks that actually work with reps up here and down there. And so they feel comfortable knowing that, hey, if I had an emergency and I needed something, I could run over to the Florida office uh, when I'm down there. Uh, and of course, when I'm back up here. So if you need our team, 633-1515-633-1515 and uh, use this as a resource. So if you want to hop on board here, 1-800-616-9236. And of course, the text line, 3930. 3930. Talking, uh, Charmaine Kiz in the studio with us, talking about 401k plans. Um, real quickly, you know, a lot of our listeners are small, medium sized business owners, uh, especially the smaller to medium sized business owners, are afraid sometimes to reevaluate, to look at their 401k plan, um, or even to set up a 401k plan because they're afraid the costs are too much. Mm -hmm. And just working with you over, over time here, I'm starting to realize that. You know, one of the biggest things is most of the time we're actually saving money and adding benefits. Right. I, I mean, it, it some of these old school plans that haven't been touched for 20 years, they're expensive. Exactly. And I think that for the small business owner, they should have a second look at this point in time. When 401ks first came out, yes, they were expensive to administer and to provide to your employees. That is no longer the case. Uh, there are several different plans available to the small, for the small to mid-sized uh, company. Also, for those people that are the only employee, the owner-employee, hmm. that very low cost. Yeah. It's, I think the big thing in a plan like that is design. You've got to have this work for the company's budget and for what they're trying to accomplish for their employees. Is it to attract new employees? Is it to keep current employees? So the answer to that is they should take a second look. And, and I think just to add to that, I've heard you say this before, make sure it's flexible, right? I mean, make sure you can change it. Make mm -hmm. sure you're sitting down once a year with somebody to analyze it, to say, hey, is it still meeting your current needs? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are so many things to take into consideration with the plans. And um, one of them is, are the investment options that you offer. And I, I'm pounding on this because there's a huge difference between costs by the various providers. Mm -hmm. And the business owner is really the person most times that makes the decision on which one of these packages they offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it's not of high quality, if it's not uh, reasonably cost, uh, I think that they're opening themselves to some problems. Yeah, it's funny. So, with the, one yeah. of the biggest investment firms in the world got sued yeah. <laughs> because yes, yeah. their employees. employees said they didn't have the right options. And think about how crazy right. that they is. They had Fidelity. too many proprietary, <laughs> uh, proprietary investment funds yes. included. That's and amazing. So if you don't think you're, and you know, we're hearing this a lot where business owners are like, are you kidding me? I set up this plan as a favor to my employees. You mean uh -huh. to tell me that if I'm the, if I don't monitor this thing, they might come back and sue me? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's and well, that's welcome. Why welcome to the world. To the that real world. Welcome yep. to the United States that painfully needs tort mm -hmm. reform. Yes. yes no and doubt. that's why I think that business owners should 
hesitate before passing out advice to employees. Sure. They should just not go there. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. I mean, instead, you know, then you know they're doing it uh, the best of intentions, right? But, Absolutely. But that that should fall on your shoulders, That's right? Exactly That's what your right. job is to Some do. outside force that could come in and tell people how wonderful you are for providing this right. plan and who have no vested uh, interest in, in gotta, recommending I gotta, something. I got to say, one of the biggest problems I see is, I mean, the not having the right investment options. And not, not that they pick the wrong investment options, but I've seen plans literally that have like four growth funds, a couple of other, you know, index funds and no bonds or maybe one fund. It's like they're just not well put together. Unfortunately, there are some folks that, you know, are, are giving advice on these plans that have no business giving advice on which you know, which meal plan to order at a McDonald's, to be honest with you. And some of these people that are giving that advice are married to a place. Um, Yeah, that that too. They have a conflict of interest for sure. But I'm just talking Mm -hmm. about incompetence. Forget the conflict of interest for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking about, oh, here's here's a handful of funds you can pick from with really, you know, unfortunately, I think sometimes you get, you know, um, passerby salespeople that they're hired by a, a payroll company today, they're gone tomorrow, you know, they're not looking to build clientele, maybe, or, 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 you know, whatever. But here now are these plans that had lousy advice that are set up bad. And they're like ticking time bombs, right? It's just a matter of a savvy employee realizing, hey, wait a minute now. And you not being responsive to it. And, of course, that's what the lawsuit's There, there was one plan that we actually looked at. We got involved with it after the plan was sort of in. It was a payroll company. Set the 401k plan up, right? Uh-huh. And then after they set it up, we got involved right after because the business owner said, hey, can you just double check and look at this? And the first thing we did and looked at, we were looking at it, and uh, we, we sent uh, the fund options that they had selected, the payroll company. This is not a certified or registered investment advisor or anything like that. Um, the first thing we did was we took the options and plugged them into some of our Morningstar software, and we said, how did they pick these options? Like, who picked these options? Well, the, the person at the payroll company, really? And we started looking at them like, are you kidding me? These options are not very yeah. good. It's like the receptionist <laughs> making the, the uh, surgical instructions. Right. one of the best things I've ever <laughs> seen <laughs> with the investments is um, several companies out there have started to develop an honor roll list of funds. And as long as you cover the investment spectrum, you know, large caps, small caps, international, blah, 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 bond funds, they will give you a fiduciary warranty of sorts hmm. for a very, very small cost. And um, they, they also monitor these funds so that if a fund is underperforming or overcharging as compared to other like funds, they physically remove those funds from the portfolio and replace them with better funds. Wow. So they that's a service that's included by yeah. a few places now. Yeah, and, and you do that, you record it like you do, right? You're, you're meeting you with the employee. Sign. You say, hey, look, mm-hmm. here's the dates we met with. Here, right. here's, how, here's a review. Here's how it went. Here's, but then that starts to take that liability away from that business owner. And, exactly. And, yeah, that's a big yeah, deal. Documentation is key, though, because uh, if you can't if you can't show it, you didn't do it. I, I've sent Glenn and I. We're sending articles to each other all, all day. Somebody is literally suing the Buffalo Sabers because oh, yeah. they feel like the the glass of wine they get at the Sabers game is misrepresented. So it's maybe a six ounce glass of wine, and they feel they're being slightly shorted. <laughs> so, but what blows my mind is like there is some t- attorney out there. 
that yeah. that takes this case. They right? would take it, and they, and they have, and they're suing yeah, yeah. the Sabers. I'm thinking to myself, like, if we desperately need tort reform, when we're worried about the cost of insurance, folks, this is the kind of garbage. Yeah. You mean to tell me that people aren't bright enough to go, hmm? Uh, I just saw her or him leave with a glass of wine. I think that's too small for the six bucks. I'm not going to buy it. Like take we're it just, here, take it here. <laughs> right? They're being shorted a quarter of an ounce. They're yeah. paying for a six ounce glass of wine. They feel like they're getting served in cups that are only five point seven five. So let me ask you this: <laughs> if you if somebody's willing to sue over a quarter ounce of a glass of wine on an occasional saber game. Do you think they're going to be willing to sue when they don't have the right investment plans inside their 401k? Yeah. You um, betcha. You betcha. Uh, you betcha. We're seeing it. Hey, Charmaine, awesome job. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hopefully we can bring you back on. I know uh, we're going to lean on you uh, maybe quarterly just to ask you questions on what's changing, what's up. You know, what, there's changes all the time, uh, you know, whether it's uh, the Securities Exchange Commission, a lot of the regulatory oh, agencies, or just the plans there. themselves, right, mm-hmm. getting new. So I appreciate Thank that. Thank you uh, for 633 15 if you're a small, medium business owner, a human resource director, and you want our help. If you just want a, a complimentary consultation, you want her to look at your plan. Again, user as a resource. And the same is true with our independent Medicare team. A lot of companies will call and say, look, I have a group of folks that are going to be turning 65. Can you send me over some independent Medicare reps to explain to my folks their options? And, uh, and that's all-inclusive, by the way, not just Medicare, but individual health plans. If somebody's retiring early, 62 to 63, they need to fill that gap or bridge that gap before they hit Medicare. Our team can help over there, 633-1515. And, of course, our bread and butter retirement planning, use this as a resource. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on News Radio 930 WBN. We can get to some of your calls and questions after the break, 803-0930, star 930 on a cell phone, 1-800-616-9236. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. Now he's just abusing us, Mike. What's that? Now he's just abusing us. <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise. We'll be out of here in 15 minutes. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. Bringing Wall Street to Main Street, folks. And uh, we are, I, I think, the only firm with in, in Western New York with the number of different departments that can help. And we work together. And I'll tell you, these departments are important. Uh, somebody asked me the other day, why do you have a Medicare department? You know what? Pick the wrong Medicare plan and have it cost you $35,000 a year and see what that does to your portfolio. Yeah. Why do you have a Social Security department with certified experts? I'll tell you why. Pick the wrong Social Security plan. You're going to pay for it for the rest of your life. We don't want that to happen. Our, our team is comprehensive. It's certified. Use them as a resource. Use us as a resource, 633-1515. Go to our website and buy a magnet for me, buddy. Would you please, 50 bucks. Donate. Donate. Not buy. buy. Sorry, donate. We're giving them away for a donation to Children's Hospital. Good point, Glenn. Donation. Please donate. Just one. State of New York doesn't come a-knocking. Yes. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Donate. And we're asking you to just purchase one donation of $50. You will laugh at the magnet, and uh, it's a great Father's Day gift, by the way. No yeah, so make sure you go to our website, financialguys.com. John in Rochester, how are you, buddy? Mr. John? Do we have John? What did I do? Uh, let's just put John on hold. I'll bring him right back up, okay? Well, but just before we get back to John, Mike, you mentioned you know our team and being comprehensive, and, and you know very few firms – 
with the kind of resources that we have. And just to that point, we just had Charmaine Kays on. She's in our 401k department. Between Charmaine, Scott Tanker, and Bob Roseberry, over 100 years. Bob Roseberry, by the way, wrote part of the 401k legislation that President Reagan signed back in the 80s. That's crazy. Okay? Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. Literally, right. you got a guy writing the rules. Charmaine, almost 40 years in the industry. She's probably, hopefully, just listening, but... Uh, <laughs> you me for saying that, but you know, very experienced. Scott She's Tanker, not in her car yet. She didn't. His father it. was in the business. He's second generation, right? He, yeah. He's done it his whole life, like literally since he was able to sweep the floors at twelve. That's the kind of experience in the four one k that we bring to the table. Yeah. Our investment committee, folks. If you don't have an investment policy statement governing your investments, then you're you're missing out on uh, really understanding what your accounts are supposed to be doing. We have 175 years of investment experience on our investment committee, including two chartered financial analysts and two mutual fund managers. And oh yeah, we can give you an investment policy statement that says, here's what this account should do from a risk perspective, from a volatility's perspective, from a return perspective, here's the objectives. You know, that's an important thing to understand. We've always said that. Understand what your accounts are doing. So use us as a resource, folks. Give us a call at the office if you need us, 63315. <laughs> Somebody text, how big is this magnet? Refrigerator magnet or license plate size? <laughs> that's a great it's, question. It's license plate size, but it's really yes. more about the donation to Children's Hospital. And, uh, magnet. <laughs> but it, but well, it is license size plate size. Awfully small print. But, it is uh, license plate size. That's a great size. question. Probably question. a little bit bigger than license plate size. So. <laughs> You know, uh, one more thing quick, Mike, too, before we go back to uh, to John, is that you mentioned fiduciary, and uh, Charmaine mentioned fiduciary. Um, the SEC just this past week came out with a new rule, um, or you know, and you know, they're trying to clarify the you know the fiduciary standards. We've all talked about this in the news for the last several years. Mm -hmm. Of course, Maxine Waters is already calling on the SEC to rescind the rules because she doesn't feel like they've gone far enough. So the SEC came out and basically clarifying the rules, saying. We are at the are, are the if the investment advisor side like we are we are held to a fiduciary standard, but they did not hold brokers traditional commission based brokers which we can also operate as. Yep. They did not hold them to the same standard, so quite a difference from what the DOL tried to yes. come out with, which was um, good. But Which Maxine Waters hates it, no matter yeah. what. Well, Maxine no Waters, what they came out she's, with. she's not bright enough to realize that the result of of holding that, you know, moving that over would have hurt the small investor, investor right? Exactly. It would have wiped out any advice and the ability to give people advice for anything less than fifty or a hundred thousand dollars. So, you have somebody who wants to start a plan for two, three thousand dollars, it would have wiped that advice out. So, hats but, off to them. Yeah, but I would I would tell you that you you, you probably should seek out somebody that's going to hold you know have a fiduciary standard sure. and, and dealing with your your accounts because that's going to basically means that we're you're putting the client's best interest yeah, first. They have to work in your things, best interest. Right? Yeah, exactly. they're forced to do that. Yep. Six three three fifteen fifteen. By the way, six three three fifteen fifteen. Another text. By the way, we'll get to John in a second. My boss's new thing is giving wage increases in the form of cash bonuses. Last year, I got a 4% on the clock. This year, I got 2% on the clock and a 2% bonus check, which was not 2% after taxes. What can I say to my boss? Call Tell us. Put it in your 401k. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Seriously. exactly right. Tell your boss Get, to put it in your 401k and save it for your retirement. Yes, and you can deduct it. And uh, if you don't have a 401k plan, use Charmaine. Call her, 633-1515. Let's welcome John in Rochester, 803-0930, star 930. John, how are you, buddy? 
Hey guys, I'm I'm doing good, doing good. You know, you you had brought up the point of uh, the house is one of the biggest investments most people have, and I did some research recently, and I, I compared some economic uh, metro areas down in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, Richmond, Virginia, and the Charlotte, North Carolina, compared them to Rochester, New York metro area. And if you bought a house in any of those areas in two in 2011 and sold it in 2018, your average net worth gain per year because you live in those areas versus Rochester is would be anywhere from $12,000 to $15,000 per year wow. in net worth gain because of the uh, opportunity costs. You're paying less taxes. You can invest that money at even 4% a year uh, plus um, the appreciation. What yeah. what was the average appreciation in Rochester? So you're talking over a seven year period from eighty thousand to one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. What was Rochester's growth? Uh, it was two oh, on an annual basis, two point six percent or something oh. like that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you just don't have the right solar panel company there that's yet, right. John. That's, that's, See, here's what you yeah. need to do, John. You need to take out some more credit card debt, right? <laughs> and then and then refi. No, I'm just kidding. It's just, but but you know, the, being in the in the South, though, in like places like Alabama, we don't get the privilege of paying more and more for taxes and regulation every year. I mean, that's a big benefit in New York. Well, and you don't you're get not that even counting, John. In Alabama, you're not going to get that abortion <laughs> stimulus like we're going to get up here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be people yeah, is- flocking here from. I'm sure. For abortions. And the school quality also, SAT scores uh, in in four states, including Tennessee and the other three states that I mentioned, are uh, actually higher there. No No way. No. No, our schools are the best here, John. No no. way. People leave here only because of the climate, and and they come here for the schools. Yes. I mean, the schools are the best in the country. Yeah, no, our schools. I've heard. Florida's the worst, by the way. Florida. There's no way you can send your kids down to anywhere a school in Florida. They have. No, New York, Florida. That's right. Yeah, You can graduate from a high school in Florida and not know how to spell your own name. Honest to God truth. That's what I've heard from liberals. They told me this. (laughs) Yet. Yet I think the SAT score. Well, we're whatever. We're one, definitely one of the worst now. I don't know where. It, oh, well, boy. yeah, uh, but but Florida's SAT scores are are, um, are outperforming New York. Yep. It's true, and they and, and I'll tell you the other thing is health health care health care uh, on a uh, assisted living nursing home and hospital is very comparable to uh, New York State mm-hmm. from what I've seen in other states of the. Uh, the, well, the cost of a nursing home in places like Florida is less than two thirds of what it is in New York. Yeah. It's almost half. The care is not as good, though. They right. just That's true. stick them in a closet. You get stuck in a closet. Yeah. You don't get to it's eat three dog. meals a day there. It's That's only right. one. So. Well, like Bernie said, you know, at least if you're in a communist country, you you know, and you're in a bread line waiting for food, at least you're getting fat. Yeah. You know, in this country, you're just starving on the streets. No, right. If you're in conservative places like Texas or yeah, Florida. Right. No doubt. Right. Because the the ATM card they give them to get the cash out is really difficult to use that cash for food. It's much right. easier to use it for like a lottery ticket. So between exactly. the food and the lottery tickets, if you, if you use the money for the lottery tickets, then it's not for the food. Or if you're standing in line for bread, you get bread. Right, for sure. Yeah. It's confusing. Yes. Stick that's with why, us, that's folks. That's why Bernie supported the new communists. <laughs> Stick with us, folks. But, oh, yeah. uh, John, speaking of healthcare, though, uh, in New York, Medicaid, at least it's paying for sex offenders, erectile, erectile dysfunction drugs. Yep. I mean, I, f- I feel better about that. You know Pays what I do with them? I, uh, well, I won't even say it. But that's another story. Oh, I, that's, you can say it. That's exactly what I would do with it. I would be going the opposite way with them. <laughs> they, would be not getting, they would not be getting erectile dysfunction medication from me. 
<laughs> no, for sure not. But we got to have the Cadillac plan. They got to spend the money somewhere. So yeah, there you go. Anyway, have a great weekend, John. Thanks for the call. We do appreciate it. Yeah. All right, see you, buddy. All right, take care. You know, it's amazing, but you know, when you look at the statistics again. I keep I keep going back to the stats, right? I don't care if it's educational standards. I don't care if it's child poverty rates. I don't care if it's the gap between the rich and the poor, uh, the property tax, whatever. You you, mm-hmm. you name the metric. Places like L.A., California, Seattle, Buffalo, New York State, they're failing. I mean, there's no there's no uh, ifs, ands, or buts and about And they it. failed for decades. If you haven't seen this one-hour documentary on Seattle that this station did out in, in – uh, in, Scary, uh, did you see the drone Washington? video of it? When you start to see the video of the crazy. drone and you look at Seattle and you go, it's this beautiful oh city, and then it starts to lift up and you, see, you actually see the carnage in that city. It's, it's gross. Amazing. It's, yeah. it's a wonder. It's a good video. I, I will say this. The one thing that they miss in the video is at the end of the video, they talk about creating these treatment facilities for all these now drug users that Mm -hmm. are heroin addicts that are on the streets because they're drug addicts and they can't get help. And they talk about creating these massive, massive facilities that they're not using now that they could potentially uh, turn into these drug treatment facilities. But never in that entire video of showing the disaster that is Seattle did they talk about where the drugs are coming from? Not <laughs> right. one mention right. of the southern border wall. Yeah. So the so the news media out in, in Seattle kind of got it right. They they interviewed some residents. They talked about how bad the drug problem was. The business owners that have people on the streets. Of course, the police are unable to arrest anybody. And so if they do get arrested, it's something like 90% are just released right back out in the street again. So the police are frustrated. It's a bad scenario. And then you look at places even like Dallas, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, doing the exact same thing, right? Now the Dallas DA uh, has basically said, if you commit petty larceny under $800, I'm not even going to bother to prosecute it. It's that, that's mine. Well, that just they does not, the not blow your mind. Seattle, but you they can did that steal, in just you don't go over 800 bucks. But they did that in Seattle, Mike, and you can see the outcome. They said, yes. well, we're not going to prosecute minor drug offenses, things like that. So what Ooh. happened is you have a revolving door, and there's no consequences. So as a result, you have people in places like Seattle and San Francisco openly shooting up on the street and shooting heroin you know, in yeah. front of a business. The police officers, they can't even do anything because of so the, usually the city council or the mayor. Places like Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, and L.A. You look at those places, you look at Buffalo, you look at New York, you, again, any, it's a common you, theme. You it's a common pick theme, the but it, it doesn't end, Glenn. It never ends. No, think and about they want this. More of we it. were talking earlier in the show about Buffalo two billion now. <laughs> the right. first Buffalo billion didn't billion. work. A billion right. dollars. You're right. not talking about saying, look at, we invested ten thousand dollars into this program, and we really feel like if we would have had twenty, it would have worked. Okay, right. you're talking about a billion dollars of wasted taxpayer money, yep. and the answer to that by the Cuomo administration is we needed two. <laughs by the way, the the criminality family, they rigged the bid. They've been convicted of bid rigging. The average cost for a facility like that is like two hundred and fifty to hundred about hundred to two hundred bucks a square foot. The, he, they charged eight hundred dollars a square foot. Where is the other half a billion? How, so how? we talk about a billion, right? They overcharged to build this facility by four to anywhere estimates are anywhere between three hundred three hundred to seven hundred million dollars. So yeah. almost a half a billion dollars, let's say. 
Where's the money? How is how are the taxpayers not furious over this? Where's the money? How are they? It's in the, it's you in know the criminality family. It's funny. Got the money. I, I was looking at our Facebook page, and somebody said, "Well, you guys are awful. You just don't want them to succeed." Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding? Oh, me? they've succeeded. <laughs> they've succeeded for decades right. in Western yeah. New York by yeah. ripping off the taxpayers. Oh yeah, no. Elon Musk has succeeded. He's, wow. He's building rocket ships so him and his family can fly <laughs> around in space with your money. He succeeded. With your money. That's I right. mean, how are you not furious? How? <laughs> Right? Unreal. And then Unreal. they wonder why people are leaving to the tune of 51 people a day. That's right. right. And they are know. leaving. Yes, they are leaving. And look what at the – and look, just do yourself a favor. For those of you that don't believe the folks are leaving the city of Buffalo, I want you to Google city of Buffalo population and see what the ski slope, slope look like. looks like. It's a pretty it's a pretty handsome ski slope for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's about it. Ski slope. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty steep. No steep, doubt. yeah. If you'd like an investment policy statement for your investments, call us at the office, 63315. I want to mention that again because I do think that's so important Yes, uh, to make sure that you know what your investments are doing, especially as times get volatile. Use us as a resource, folks. And I can't stress enough our team, our, our team approach, okay. right? Social Security planning, you know, it was a client was uh, a new uh, client was in the other day, and, and he spent some time with Mike Hayflick, you know, working on Social Security. Uh, he actually spent some a little bit of time with an insurance department uh, uh, talking about, you know, how do I make sure my insurance is right? What's it going to cost? We need those numbers, right? We want to go back to the plan. How does your health insurance uh, fit into your overall retirement plan? What is the cost of that? Are we going to be okay, right? What is my number? My, uh, you know, what is the number I need to retire? Well, guess what? We need to know your expenses. We need to know what you're so we're going to get. You're going to get in Social Security. We need to maximize that Social Security. Uh, we also, by the way, have uh, over 30 lines when it comes to property casualty insurance. So when it comes to your auto, your homeowners, Mike Sparaza leading the charge with that team. And I've always said, give him 16 minutes and let him shop 30 companies to see if he'll save you some money, because that is all part of your retirement plan. What is your number, folks? Use our team as a resource, 633-1515. Do me a favor, go to our website and donate $50 to Children's Hospital, and we will send you out a cool magnet that is on the website. You'll love it. I appreciate any help you can give us there. Mike Lomas, Go Wiggle Financial Guys. God bless. We'll see you next week here on News Radio 930 WBEN.